Our fifth scripture lesson this evening comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Pray with me, please. Speak, O Lord, as we come to you to receive the food of your holy word. Would you take your truth, plant it deep in us, shape and fashion us in your likeness, that the light of Christ would be seen today, this week, and beyond in our acts of love and our deeds of faith. Speak, O Lord, and fulfill in us all your purposes for your glory, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I love this verse that we're looking at this evening because it is clear that God has done something amazing once in creation. That helps us believe that he has done something amazing again in accomplishing redemption for us in Jesus. And this shows us that God is able and reliable to do good even in the presence of evil, to bring light even when we know there is so much darkness. And this verse also testifies that the redemption that God accomplished through Jesus is just as real as the work of creation that he accomplished through creating the light of the sun. So you could summarize our main point this evening by saying this, in this present darkness, we are not the source of light, but Jesus is the true light. Or simply put, as the title suggests, Jesus alone is our hope and our light. And I'll give you right off the bat that this verse does not come out of the context of the nativity scene or the Jesus story as we see in the Gospels. But you could consider this as a commentary of the story of the three wise men visiting Jesus shortly after his birth. And that story mirrors the point that Paul is making here. That the light, the reality of the light of creation mirrors the reality of the light of redemption that God has shown in our hearts. Um, So, you'll remember that in the story of the Magi, God who created heaven and earth in the beginning, Genesis 1-3, who spoke and there was light, also created a new light when his son was born. And by that light, these three wise men searched and followed until they found the true light of the world. And so it is this created light that God put up in the sky that ended up leading these wise men to encounter the one true, real light that changed their lives and whom they worshipped. So this story shows us God's power He's able to create light. It shows us his love. This light can do something for us. And it shows us his reliability. What he has done once, he can do again. He did not leave these wise men from far away in the dark, per se. But he was faithful to them, to lead them. And and we can imagine him doing this with just elated exuberance. He's saying, hey, come Come see what I've done. Come see my son. He's, he's here. 
I even created a whole new light, a new star for you to see. Don't you get the point? There's a new light to see the one true light. Come on, come see. And so the wise men did and their lives were changed. Well, that's how we see this verse in 2 Corinthians commenting on the story of the wise men visiting Jesus. But how does God shine in our lives today? As far as I know, you and I are not following the light of a star anymore. And so how do we see God at work? How does God continue to shine in the darkness that is our world today? Well, as we answer this question, we'll also more indirectly answer two other important questions. What does it mean on the one hand that Jesus is the true light? And on the other hand, if Jesus is the true light, well, then what are we? Are we a source of light? We can see from this passage that there are two ways, our passage being 2 Corinthians 4, 6, two ways that God continues to shine in the darkness today. And in the first half of verse 6, we see that God shines uh, by the light of his word. And he explicitly references Genesis 1, 3, we've already mentioned. God spoke and light was created. There was no muttering no, hey, anybody find a light switch for me somewhere? Anybody, anybody? There is nobody. There's nothing. God spoke. And by the power of his word, light was created. In earlier in chapter 4 of 2 Corinthians, Paul makes this same point. He has this in mind when he says that we don't tamper with God's word. In verse 2 of chapter 4, he says, we don't tamper with God's word, but rather we open the truth and speak the truth plainly. God shines through his word, and if we are going to tamper with it or try to create some other artificial light along with the one true light, we're only being deceptive and harmful and not helping at all. So God shines truly by his word. And in the second half of verse 6, we see the other way that God shines today. He shines in the face of his son, Jesus, the one who was created human but was still God. The face of Jesus shows us the glory of God, verse 6 says, which shines light into darkness. And in the verse before that, verse 5 of chapter 4, Paul has this in mind again when he says, it is him that we proclaim. We don't proclaim ourselves as Lord. We are not the light. We proclaim Jesus as the Lord, the one true God. We all have our moments when we wish that we are the heroes And the simple fact of the matter is that we are not. And that's good. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the hero. We point to him and declare he is the light. These two ways that Jesus shines light into our darkness should be really encouraging to us. Uh, In the context of 2 Corinthians 4, Paul is putting up a contrast between the reliable and simple and powerful word of God that is light versus this crafty, cunning, deceptive work, hard work of humans that are trying to make meaning out of this present life where there is some light, some darkness. Jesus is the light. We do not have to practice cunning, deceit, make something up. We have to only testify to the one 
true light who is, was, will be, and through him all things were created. God has revealed himself by his word and his son. And he's recorded that for us in the testimony of his word forever. For us forever. So this is how God shines today. It's powerful. It's simple. And it's reliable. Let's make this response really clear. What, What is our response? Like the Apostle John and his gospel, we are to confess, hey, we, we are not the light. That's not me. But I'm a witness to the light. I am a window, you could say, where the light of Christ shines through. One singer writes it and says, we are like windows set in a darkened room till the bridegroom comes to shine through. And as Paul writes, that's actually past tense. Jesus has shone through in our hearts. And by him, we see the light of the glory of God. We confess we're not the light. Jesus is the light. We search avidly, ceaselessly. And then we also proclaim with our words and point with our lives to that one true light who is Jesus. That's good news for us today, this season, and for always. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. God, we praise you and we thank you that you are the light. We ask that you would continue to convince us, renew us, and to shine in us and through us for our good, for the good of our world, and for your glory. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.